0: Okay, so today we're going to talk about a topic called compound pounding. It kind of works like compound interest. That's right, I said compound pounding. <laughs> compound interest is powerful because you're earning interest on top of the interest. That's the, way, that's the way it grows. It just grows faster because you're earning money on top of the money that you've already earned, and it just continues to grow. This is how each one of our lives is meant to be lived, and I like to call it compound pounding because you are designed for greatness with actually unlimited potential. People say, man, you know, anything's possible. Exactly. That means it's un- you have unlimited potential because anything is possible in your life. When you work smart and you work hard towards your hopes and your dreams throughout your life, your hard work is going to begin to compound on top of itself. What you did yesterday is going to count for today. And the day before that is going to count towards tomorrow. And you can continue to build on this. It's compound pounding. People are attracted to big dreamers, aren't they? People that pursue and chase their dreams at all cost. In fact, it always starts with the individual. Every dream, everything in this world has started with one person. How did the saying go? How can one person change the world? Well, the fact is the only thing that's ever changed the world is one person. When you have the courage to relentlessly pursue your dreams day in and day out, pushing through the momentary failures, or the momentary emotional downs you're having, but you just keep pushing. After a while, your dreams will become so vivid and it will no longer be trapped inside of you. It'll be everywhere you look. It'll be out there for the world to see. And when other people can see your dream, they'll begin to help you achieve your dreams. They're going to help you fulfill all your dreams. Everything starts inside the individual and it goes to the world, and the world will help you. We are all far more interconnected than we know. I would say it is our interdependence upon each other that ultimately makes each one of us independent. Today, you have a choice. You can think any thought you want. So therefore, you can become anything your heart desires. Whenever I get to talk to young ski racers, my primary objective is to show them that the mountain that they're trying to conquer is not out there. The mountain is in their head. That's what they must overcome. Once they conquer the internal mountains, all the mountains on the outside, they will become simple and they'll fade away. Here's how simple life can be. If you want to do what someone did, just do what they did and you'll do what they do. Isn't it that simple? But in order to do what they did, you're going to have to think the way they thought. And therein lies the challenge of life. The challenges you have today have crept into your life by the way you thought yesterday. If yesterday's thoughts weren't strong enough to solve the problems of today, that means it's going to take a new way of thinking to solve the old problems that we have. But in order to have, we must do. In order to do, we must become. But in order to become, we must develop a strong will, stronger than the human nature to give up. You have to have compound pounding in your life. You must press on, no matter how you feel. Think about it. You can live in a healthier body tomorrow by the actions you take today. The choice is yours. We can have a choice every day to either do the same thing we did yesterday, almost guaranteeing that you're going to get the exact same results that you did day after day after day. Or you can do something different. And by doing something different, you're going to get a different outcome. You want to change your life? Change your daily schedule. It really is that simple. In life, not taking action to change things is a decision to remain the exact same. No one would disagree with that. No one has ever escaped the law of the excluded alternative, which that law says that when you choose to do one thing, you are actively unchoosing everything else in your life. So how are you spending your time? This is why it's so vital to spend your time, which is the currency of your life, based upon what you value the most. And we have a whole new challenge in life. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Today, people spend their time on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, etc., 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 you know. But if you ask them, what do they value most in their life? I don't think one person would say, yeah, I value Facebook the most in my life. I value TikTok the most in my life. I value Twitter the most in my life. That's why I spend the most time on it in my life. They would say, I value my children the most. I value my husband, my wife. I value the success I'm experiencing in my life. That's what they would say, but they're not spending their time there. And then they wonder why they're feeling so depressed. Men and women become great when they spend their time based upon their values. It really is that simple. Align the two and your life will take off. This rule responds in a positive way to those who are determined to live their very best life every single day. They're relentless. They're compound pounding. It also responds to those who are not, by the way. <laughs> not in the way they think. Not the way they want, though. Everyone pays the price at some point in their life for the way they're spending their time. Life is a lot easier when you pay up front. Compound pounding. Paying up front means that you're going to experience the benefits of your efforts being put forth. I mean, people say they got to pay the price for good health. You've got to pay the price, right? That's not the way it works. You pay the price for bad health. You experience the benefits of good health. In the end, we will either take care of our health or we're going to take care of our sickness. Compound pounding can change a person's life. Set a goal, set a target, and do one thing every single day of your life to move yourself in that direction. And when you get up in the morning, think of all the great things in your life. If that's the first thought that fills your mind, you'll be amazed of the direction of your life. It changes it all compound pounding. Get a direction, move the direction, one thing every day. You can eat an entire elephant, one bite at a time.
1: It is our interdependence upon each other that ultimately makes us, that makes each one of us independent so i'm definitely not gonna let you get away with it so <laughs> right like just not gonna do that so let's uh let's kind of expand on that because it's it's kind of we're relying on other people the way i'm understanding that is this we're relying on other people to ultimately make us if we can rely on other people that's going to ultimately make us independent a
0: mm-hmm. hundred thousand
1: billion percent times a hundred thousand billion percent <laughs> now i want to i want to agree. Uh-huh. I want to agree I really right. I really do right. I'm trying to find and I'm only because I'm relating it to instances in my life so I'm trying to mm-hmm. find where that doesn't typically it's playing out every second of your life all the time if you didn't know where
0: Diana was right now and she was just running rampant somewhere going crazy would you be sitting here with me right now would you be independently doing this
1: no Entire, My head would be somewhere your else. Your whole
0: focus would be on her, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's your dependence on her that she's doing what she needs to do that causes you to do what you need to do. So holding people accountable? No, no, no. no. So the study goes like this. There's actually a study behind this. <laughs> you know? That's why I love it. whenever we do the podcast. I told you make a note on that way. I instantly you, put, you put it, it down. I like, was like, oh, oh no, here no. we go,
1: dude. I was like. So- I- I know there's a lot to play, and I have a yeah. feeling a lot of it has to do yeah. with some sort of ego trip that I might or may not have. So that's why I'm, I'm curious. So,
0: <laughs> but it really is. It is our interdependence upon each other that ultimately sets everyone free to be independent of who they are. This is the study. They took a mom that uh, – a mother who, that had a newborn baby, a one-year-old baby, and they, they took the mom into a room that had a whole bunch of toys all around the, the sides of the room, like right on the, all the perimeter, Right. And the instruction was for the mom to walk in with this one year old baby and be in the room for about 10 minutes, get the baby comfortable with the room and then put the baby down next to the toys and let the baby play. Just let the baby get comfortable and play with the toys. And the mom was supposed to kind of wander around, you know, talking to other people. And, you know, there's a couple of people in the room and they had the video cameras on the baby and on the mom. Right. And what they noticed is that the baby would when they put the baby down, the baby would start playing. But every once in a while, the baby would glance over at mom. Right. And the baby would go back to playing glance over at mom, back to playing. And this went on for about 10 minutes. Look at mom. Okay, I'm playing. Then what the mom was instructed to do is leave the room. Just quietly leave the room, unannounced. Don't let the baby know. Just walk out of the room. The next moment that baby looked for mom, mom's not there, the baby's independence vanished. Because now all of a sudden, the only thing that this baby was, was concerned with is where's mom? It was the baby's interdependence on mom that gave the baby independence. It was that. I can rely that you're here, that I can be here. I can do what I need to do because you're there for me. The moment you're not there for me, my only concern is where are you? And now I'm no longer independent. This plays out in every marriage. It plays out in every business. It plays out every day. And when people try to fight it and they go, I can stand on my own. I'm, the, I'm, my, I'm my own man. I'm, the, I'm my own woman. I'm, I'm my own person. I don't need your help. They're just kidding themselves, absolutely kidding themselves. Because when you drive down the road, you're depending that the people driving on the road are going to drive down the right lane of the road. It is your interdependence on each other that sets you free to drive down the right side of the road. I can use, I can, I come up with a hundred examples. We are depending on other people to do what they're supposed to do. So I can do what I'm supposed to do. This plays out with Tiff. I mean, right now I know Tiff's at home with Natalie. She's going to go pick up the kids. She's so going to leave at 1, one, 30 right on the second. She has an alarm set. And because she's doing that, I can be here with you and I can completely be independent on my own right here because I'm dependent on her doing what she's supposed to do. It is our interdependence that sets everyone free to do what they're supposed to do. And the moment that interdependence vanishes, you are no longer a free person because now
1: I, I, I need – where is she? What's going on? So you're banking on – you're you're banking on your reliability of somebody else. Someone needs to be reliable in mm-hmm. order for it.
0: And it, it's, it's everywhere. What I mean,
1: happens if those people aren't reliable?
0: Then there's car crashes <laughs> just like driving down the road. You're relying that – you're, you're counting on them driving down the right side of the road. Well, if they don't, you're going to wreck into them. And just like in life, if you're in a marriage and you don't rely on them, the marriage is going to wreck. It, it's just, it's, it's such a simple analogy, right? I mean, it really is our interdependence that causes independence. Because I can count on you, I can focus on what I need to do. I'm now free to do what I need to do, do in my life. I can, I, can, I, can, I can succeed at the highest level because I know you're there. And it, this plays out in every sport in the world. You know, they say it takes a team to win an Olympic medal. And it's true. Even in ski racing, there's an entire team behind you. You have the tech team that's working on your skis. You have the snow team that's basically making sure that they get the right the right temperature, of the surface of the snow, that they can relay that, relay that to the tech team to wax your skis the right temperature wax. So your ski is going to be running the fastest. Because I'm dependent on them doing their job the best they can, I can do my job the best I can. If I didn't think they would do it, now, all of a sudden, it's going to happen. My, my, my focus is going to be split between I got to wax my skis. I got to prep this, prep that. And guess what? When you're split like that, you will never be world-class. World-class people are very great because they're very focused on one thing because they have a team they can rely on. And this is true. Any CEO has a CFO. They have all kinds of people they rely on. And it's the, it's the interdependence upon the, the team that makes each one of them independent to do what they're doing. The moment, the moment, the, the, the,
1: the moment they can't rely on the people, boom. The whole thing crashes. Just, it, I'm happy you, God, no, I, I'm going to try to bite my tongue on a lot of this mm-hmm. because it's some, right? So as you know, and as people that listen to this know, while I'm building my business, I still have the opportunity to work in, in a corporate setting, right? And it, that just so happens to be sales and anybody that has a sales role, everybody knows how in, extremely competitive sales is, right? So we know how insane that can be. I'm in a unique situation where when you rely on somebody, right? I'm relying on, I'm just going to use a manager, for example. I'm relying on a manager. The reason why they're a manager, right, is because one, they're a leader. Two, they're up to date on everything. They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You can go to them for the information and they're going to point you in the right direction on where to go. Hopefully, (laughs) right? (laughs) And I'm going to emphasize the hopefully Mm -hmm. because there's a situation that's, Not a situation. The situation scenario is that these people that you are going to, and this I don't think this is a surprise to anybody because anybody that works in a corporate setting, nobody knows what the hell is going on. They just don't, except the low end of the totem pole and the high end. The people in the middle that are just there to fill a gap don't know what's going on. And they just deal with it and roll with the punches as it goes. And they ask for forgiveness, not for permission, which is fine. If that's what they're going to do, that's what they're going to do. But I mean, that interdependence that we're talking about here, it's very hard to do that because you can't Mm -hmm. rely on those people to have your back because all they care about, as you would know, would be the bottom line. Mm -hmm. It's hard to rely on other people when Mm -hmm. they don't care about, and I hate to say it like that, but it's true. They don't care. about You are a number. You are an employee. That's all that you are. Once you're at a certain level, different story, but in a corporate setting, it's, it's the unfortunate truth that if you're at the low end of the totem pole, this is where you are. They don't care. It, this is what it is. Play by this rule book. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's hard to rely on people that have that mentality. And that's the unfortunate mentality of a lot of these places. Mm-hmm. So you do fend for yourself and you have to fend for yourself because nobody else is going to do it for you. And the problem is, and it's just something that I'm, exper- I'm talking about because I'm experiencing it, now, like doing it now, mm-hmm. hand in hand. Being asked to do something, I do it just so that something else can happen and it's, all oh, my apologies, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Well, how many, those, how many of those happen until it's like, now you're just wasting my time? Mm-hmm. And-, and they are.
0: The, the, you know, in a lot of ways, Ralph, you're kind of, you're, to, you're kind of proving the point here.
1: Exactly, and I appreciate you letting yeah, right. me vent
0: about it because right. I feel like it. it, it you'd be so much better if you knew they were there for you. Yeah, and they're not. You'd be completely independent. You could be. You could operate to the best of your ability, but because they're not, now I got to think about other stuff.
1: Well, I got to do their job for them because mm-hmm. I got to make sure that now I'm performing at where I need to perform mm-hmm. to make sure I'm not breaking any sort of policy or doing whatever it is. Whereas I could should just go to my, my quote unquote manager and go, hey here's the situation. Is this happening? Oh, I don't know. What does the policy say? That's why I'm coming to you. I'm asking you because Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I can continue. So you see see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So going back now to relate that to the interdependence for you to be independent. What happens when those avenues drive up, like dry up, but you're forced to use that avenue anyway, you can't rely on those people, but because how it's set up, you have to, Mm -hmm. where do you go? Besides out, you don't. Right. You leave. Right? Eventually. right? Like eventually. that's the answer. It's like eventually yeah. you just gotta leave. Eventually. And you gotta hope something else turns up, or because of the experiences you have. And that's what I'm facing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think that whole I know it's a very long-winded and thank you all for letting me talk about it that way, but it's that ex, the interdependence makes sense relationship-wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: From an outside perspective, if you're really relying on the good of people, I, I would I would argue that most people out there, there's not good in a lot of people out there, and there's more bad or evil in the majority of people out there with the way society is and there is good I would, ar- I would argue that point i really would that people are more interested in their own their own being and would throw anybody under the bus for a paycheck or for money than to care about somebody else's well-being and i'd be willing to make that argument hmm. and it's hard to live that way but it's because it's something that is being seen on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. you see what I mean so I think I that's do. where that perspective and it's hard to have that paradigm shift sure. we talk about this all the time and it's hard to see that when it's like yeah you give people the benefit of the doubt but those people that you're giving the benefit of the doubt for you eventually find out that they're just taking it and then when it's time for you to get the benefit of the doubt or something
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh no you don't get it but thank you for giving it to me when I wanted it now you need it no I'm not going to give it to you that doesn't happen mm-hmm. and it's like, well. Now I could play it as a soccer. How do you defend yourself? You see what I'm saying? I guess how do you defend yourself in a situation like that? I
0: wouldn't. I, I simply wouldn't. You know, what they do is them. The words someone says speaks to the condition of their heart, no one else's. You know, and I really think that a lot of this stuff, are people generally more evil than good? I don't know. I think the world's there's a lot more good in the individual than there is not good. But the problem that we have in society right now is that people are trained to think that the world's out to get me. If you think the world's out to get you, it's going to get you. Yeah. Cause the world comes to you, you know? And it's like, I, that's why I say you, you don't see me. You don't see me as I am. You see me as you are. And I don't see you as you are. I see you as I am. So when we're looking for the good in, in everybody, you're going to get more of it. And when you give someone a good name to live up to, they're probably gonna live up to it. And if they don't, that's okay. I'm going to still, keep, I'm gonna still keep, keep seeing the good in you. And I
1: know it's, it's, you get, I've been burned a lot, Ralph. I mean, I've, I've had, I've Wow, That's, I mean, how do you have such a positive, right? Like you, someone has been burned, right? Like I could talk sure. about my, you've been burned at levels that no one would could even possibly compare to.
0: I had $50,000 stolen from me one time. I remember yeah. that. That's right. That's a big chunk of money. If I saw her today, I'd give her a hug and it's, it's all good. She's not that single moment in time. The girl that did that, she's not. You're, you're not, you're not your worst moments in life. Neither yeah. am I. And it's like, it's like the talk on forgiveness, you know, forgiving someone is like setting a prisoner free only to realize that you were the prisoner. So when we walk around with unforgiveness in us, you're the prisoner and you got your, your, you put yourself in bars. The only way to let them out is to reach out with the key, unlock the door and step out of your cage.
1: But do you keep relying? Do you keep, I I don't want to say hope then. Do you keep relying on other people's dependability for your own independence? That's where that challenge I think I'm having is. Like, mm-hmm. knowing that, right? Like, for example, like, you've, ne- like you've never done me wrong, right? Like, no, and I'll, you will never do me wrong. Therefore, like, when Randy says something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like, this is just the way it is, right? Same thing with Diana. Diana says, like, there's no, there's yeah, no. But
0: tell you this. At some point in time, I'll let you down and so will Diana. It's going to happen. Even, even if it's not real, it's perceived, it's going to happen. But it's not done deliberately. I don't think anyone would purposely say, yeah, I purposely wanted to hurt you. I see. They would go, I, right. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't mean to. Mm. I'm sorry. Or no, they would say, sorry. They wouldn't say, I'm sorry. They would say, sorry. Big difference. Mm. I never let my kids say, sorry. What's sorry? I'm sorry. Then say it. Take accountability. Right. But you know, this, this, whole, this whole talk, I tend to surround myself with people that I can rely on. People that I know that I can't. I, I'll move on. Still love them. Could they get back in my life? Absolutely. There has been... It's it's At at the winery, there has been probably five, six, seven people maybe that have worked there. Then they didn't work there. Six months, three months later, they call me back. Now they're working there. I mean, John Bentley, great example. Love that guy. John Bentley, you rock, dude. John Bentley, you know John Bentley, (laughs) right? Oh my God. John Bentley is like, he is a rock star. Guests compliment him. Everyone that I work with at the winery, they all compliment him. John Bentley worked at the winery for... I don't know when he was back in high school and he, you know, he's a young kid, um, had some challenges with, in a sense, following some directions with things like that. Um, and he wouldn't ask for clarity on things and he was making mistakes and one day I good job, man. I'm sorry, dude. I, I got to end this, man. It's like, I can't have these things going on, dude. I love you, but let's, let's end it. He goes, ah, yeah, I got, get it. Understand. He was gone for about four months. Um, calls me up one day. And uh, I knew what the call was about. He calls me up. He goes, hey, Randy, uh, John, please tell me you want to come back. And he goes, oh, my God, that's, that's exactly what I was calling about. I go, yes, please. And John, uh, um, I'm going to pay the exact same amount you were being paid before. Same number. Let's just jump right back in as if it never, it, nothing ever happened. I go, I know the quality in you. I know the ethics, the morals, the character of you. And I, I can teach you anything. And I, I think that the gap of time has created a reflection. You can, you can, you can, you can reflect upon that. John is a brand new man. John is so spectacular back. He's worked here for maybe like three months. He's already gotten a raise. John rocks. Mm-hmm. In fact, we had a Volvo. Remember the Volvo? Mm-hmm. We had a Volvo. So what happened with the Volvo, we got it back and it was at the winery. And, and like, I'm like, yeah, what's the Volvo worth? Turns out it's not worth a whole lot. So I mean, it was worth only like 1500 bucks. So I go to John, like John, Need, need a car? He goes. Oh my God! I need. I don't have a car. I go. Yeah. I, I kind of heard that. Like I'll send the Volvo eight hundred bucks. He goes. Are you being serious? Yep. Looks like a brand new car. John now bought the Volvo. So here's a guy that went from working there to, in a sense, getting fired. Coming back, now the guy, he, he's got a raise. He's a rock star. In other words, don't hold grudges. Don't ever. Whatever someone does today, I forgive you right now. That before you even do it, it's all good. It's okay. <laughs> I. W- I will though make sure that it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it, it, you know, what is it saying? You know, burn me once. Same forward, on you. Yeah, You yeah, want me, right? You know, but at the same time, always forgive. You know, like people say, we should give someone a second chance. You should give them like a thousand chances. You never know. You know, like, it's like like the popcorn story. You know, you throw a hand of popcorn in in oil, even though the oil's all the exact same temperature in that oil, every popcorn is not going to pop at the same time. They're all going to pop at different times. This is how people are. They pop at different times in life. And I want to get people that are popping at the right time in their life so I can experience the greatness in their life. I can add, and add value. It, it, to summarize this whole thing, it goes like this. Great relationships amongst people always creates autonomy. So far, so good. Mm-hmm. Autonomy means independent, self-driven, self-directed. So great relationships creates autonomy, which will allow us to leverage the trust between us to influence the rest of the world. It's just that simple.